episode 509 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are stoked to head out to Magic, Magic 30, 30 this, this coming weekend. weekend, it has arrived. Or you're like, no, Jeez. thank you. I will remain at home <laughs> and play in the comfort of my pajamas. Thank you very much. We are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And speaking of Magic 30, we will both be there this weekend. Woo, because it is none other than the World Championship. The big one. The big one. The big game, as they say. Yes. The <laughs> s- Wait a second. No. Well, we're not allowed to say it. We're not allowed to say s- no, it's copyrighted. Oh. We can only say the big game. That's why everybody on commercials is like, you ready for the big game? What? <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's why it sounds so awkward and dumb when people talk about it on TV. This is blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah they're like, you can't call it that, which... I don't know about that for marketing personally. Yeah, right? Like, you like would you think be, you would want people to talk to about your thing by its name and not by, like, here's the weird, yeah, here's the, the weird euphemism <laughs> name that you have to talk about it by. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, are we, what your weird euphemism name are we going to give the world, world championship? championship? The top the, match. The top match. The hot, the hot match. <laughs> Coming up this weekend, the hot it's match. It's the hot match of the year. Of the year in Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's just, it's a very strange thing. But um, can you go back and and beep when I said yes. so it sounds like I'm swearing? Yes, I'm going to beep it out every time. Every time I say it? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Those are all beeped. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, learning something new here today. So today we're going to give you a little preview of what you can see at the top, ma- at the hot, hot match the hot of match, the year. The hot match of the year. Uh, AKA the world championship. Yes. Uh, in person now for the first time. Yes. In a few years. In Since February, 2020. Wow. But th- the thing is too, it's going to be played on arena, everybody. Yes. Um, which is a little weird because we're shifting over back to the old pro tour model for pro tours a year in paper. Yes. But they wanted but. to do it on arena because there are several players who will not be attending in person. Yeah. And they wanted to make sure that there were players who even if something happened, like they ended up needing to quarantine for COVID if they got sick or because of COVID travel restrictions, yeah. they weren't able to travel to the United States for the event, uh, they would still be able to play. Yeah. So this is one of the last big events that we're going to see on Arena. That's so weird. Except for the Arena exclusive the arena, events. The Arena Championship yes. and stuff like that. Exactly. After this, it's back to paper. Back to paper, everybody. Uh, but we'll be talking about the players that you can see yes. the sick formats yes what's on the line at this event and so much more the decks yeah. that we expect them to bring oh we won't know for sure until friday sure. but we've got some predictions so we've got some guesses and we're gonna predict who's gonna win the whole thing Ooh, hashtag sock bet have we ever been right I think, <laughs> do you remember there was a year that Marshall called that Huey was going to Oh win? my gosh. That was a cold, cold called shot. Yes. From across Absolutely. the half court. He was certain. Yeah. There was also the year, this was in 2020 when it was the first year of like find your champion or yes. whatever. Yeah. And like you and I had both picked people. I don't remember who at this point. And Doesn't Athena matter. was like, I picked Paolo. Why wouldn't you pick Paolo? Yeah. He's the best. Athena was essentially like, if you didn't pick him, you're stupid. Yep. And she was right. And she was right. 
right. And she was right. So I, I would call that a called shot. That was the also a pretty. Part. That was a half was court like, shot too. Yeah, for sure. Hey, dummies! You mean you didn't pick the best player currently playing Magic? Okay. But this year we're gonna get it right. Yes, we are. This year we're gonna be right. Except not both of us because we're gonna pick no, different players. We can, we're not allowed. Not allowed. Um. <laughs> So we'll find out uh, if we do by the time you were here the next episode of Good Luck High Five. Oh. When we'll recap the whole shebang this weekend. Yeah. But before we get started on all of that, and you could argue that we've already started. Sort <laughs> we've of. covered we a lot started. of material. Yeah. Uh, we have some people to thank. And first and foremost amongst them are you, you. the listeners, and especially the patrons of this show. Uh, thank you so much specifically to Mark, Roth, and Jamie. Yay! Thank you, Mark, Roth, and Jamie. Three new patrons in the past week. Mark, Roth, Jamie, this one's for you. And if you want, since you are new patrons, you now have access to the Discord. Yes. You can go to the latest episode channel in our Discord, and you can claim which segment is yours specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Claim whatever one you want. Exactly. If one of you wants to claim the segment where we learned about the fact that you cannot say the word s*** in an ad. Don't say it anymore this show, I swear to God. Not going through. <laughs> no more time. The big game. If you want to claim the part specifically where I learned you have to call it the big game, you can have that segment all for yourself. Or you can have any other part of the episode or the whole thing. But thank you so, so much um, to everyone who is a patron for keeping this show on the air. Yeah, you can head on over to patreon.com slash magic. We've got different tiers, so whatever you want to subscribe at, you can. Uh, a dollar is, you know, kind of where we suggest you start. Yeah. You can go up from there. You can even go down from there. Oh. Uh, anything gets you a patron you know, badge of honor yes. <laughs> and access to our discord and various other rewards, including little notifications whenever we publish new content, which yes. is kind of nice. And if you, you get an episode, whether you raise yeah. your pledge or you become a patron, you, the episode is yours. Um, you can, uh, also support our sponsor card kingdom. They're pretty rad. Yes, they are. They already have pre-ordering available for brothers war. Yes, it is coming out soon which is absolutely mind-boggling but it's gonna happen uh and yeah pre-order at card kingdom fastest shipping in the west you can uh, find them at cardkingdom.com slash glhf use our little affiliate link for anything you want to buy over there if you want to get a box of brothers war to play with i think a lot of players who've been playing magic for a long time are super stoked for brothers war Ooh. seems like a love letter to you know players who've been yeah. in the game for a long time you can also pre-order or excuse me you can also order the new warhammer 40k command Decks. Oh, sick. Which I've heard that those are going like hotcakes. They yeah. are hard to get your hands on. And people say they're really, really good, too. So there you go. Go get yourself a Warhammer 40k commander deck. I need to get some. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reminder for myself to buy the Card Kingdom. There you go. <laughs> Everybody, this weekend is the crown jewel in competitive magic. That's right. It's the hot match of the year. <laughs> the world championship. The world championship. <laughs> there are 32 players. $500,000 in prizes, Yikes. including 100 k for first. That's a great prize. Pretty sick. Uh, first place also gets their face on a card. Love like that. Fervent Champion. Yes. Which is Javier Dominguez. Javier Dominguez. An elite spellbinder, which is Paolo. Um, you know, and I'm very excited. I really hope that we yeah. get to see the next one in the series yes. unveiled this time around. For you to Takahashi. Yes. I want to see Yuta's card. Me too. Um, and 
you know, now we'll have a new world champion after this. And then hopefully next year we'll get to see their card. I know we unveiled Paulo's card at the last world championship. So I'm hopeful that you yes. is done and that we can Fingers see it at this crossed. One. Yeah. Like what set is it coming out in? Is it going to come out I in know. Brothers War? Who knows? Is it going to come out in Phyrexia? Who knows? Will he be Phyrexianized? Um, the top four also get to come back and play the world championship in 2023. Oh, yeah. So you really want to get top four for yes, sure at this absolutely. tournament. absolutely. And this is a small field tournament. And these are unique because they don't happen very often. Yeah. And um, that, what normally that means is that the best players kind of rise to the top. Yeah. Because everybody is so stinking good. <laughs> and... It's also the last small field world championship. Yes. Yeah. Next year is going to be a big world championship yes. again. Over a hundred players. Yeah. Wow. So uh, this one, I would really highly suggest you tune in for. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on twitch.tv slash magic starting at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, there's going to be three formats, draft, standard, and pioneer. Mm -hmm. And people wonder when draft happens. It's the first thing that happens. Ooh, so boom. So tune in. Boom. Kicking off right the draft. Away. Um, and then it goes into standard and not pioneer, excuse me, standard and explorer. Did I say pioneer? Yes. <laughs> I meant explorer. I wish it was pioneer next year. Probably. Okay. I'm going to say the S word again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing the arena version of pioneer, which yes, is explorer. Which is explorer. Um, yeah. So I, I think this is going to be a really, really cool tournament. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, this is one of our first chances to see explorer. Yes. Like played out played in a big tournament like this at the top from the top players in the game. Yeah. So what's going to be happening in there? Well, we'll talk we'll about those out. formats. Yes. First up though, like you said, is draft. draft. What is best in Dominaria draft? We talked yeah. about this a couple of weeks ago uh, when the format was still pretty fresh. And some of the answers is that a lot of it's the same. Yep. Um, blue white tempo, still a great deck. Yes. Um, play some, play some little creatures early and then just like bounce things all day. And the just blue, bounce. the blue instants in this set are so so very good. Yes, that you've just got to give a nod to them. Um, like even shore the, up, even the sorceries, like Talarian yeah, Geyser. Talarian Geyser Great. is incredible. Um, whatever the stun one is, timely inter. No, no, that's the one that shrinks them down. Yeah, that shrinks them down. I don't remember. It doesn't what I'm matter. If, it, if they're it all good, all the blue instants or sorceries are so strong in this set that if you're in blue, I think you're in a very good position mm -hmm. uh, in this draft format. Yeah, we'll see if people are fighting over blue in these draft. Yeah, pods. they very well could be. Could be. That's a good point, though. They're playing in pods, everybody. Yes, they are. And that is not how we play. Like we don't play the people we draft with on arena unless something weird happens. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to know that everything that you see is going to be played by somebody you have the chance to play against. Yeah. So it's a different environment than on arena. Yeah. A different feel the way draft used to be. <laughs> The way draft is in human person. Yeah. Um, Talarian Terror also goes with this blue-white tempo deck, oh which is God. you can just cast a bunch of these great instants and sorceries, uh, and then you can cast a Talarian Terror for basically no mana. That's the big 5-5 five five yes, with a, Ward 2. Yep, 5-5 five five Ward 2. Uh, it's six in a blue, but it costs one less for each instant and sorcery in your graveyard. So... That what you're trying to do is cast a bunch of like timely interferences, which mm -hmm. is a cantrip, meaning you just draw a card off of it or whatever, and then play your Teleri Terror cheated into play early. Great. Um, now for you one have a five five. Now yeah. you have big snack. Yeah, I think uh, Luis Scott Vargas tweeted out a tweet where he had um, like two or three of these on the battlefield on turn three. Great. It was Amazing. disgusting. <laughs> really incredible stuff. Good and job. Like, what can you do if somebody does that? Yeah. Answer I don't know. nothing. 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 
They're big. So I think somebody's going to try and wards. draft that deck for sure. Absolutely. Um, also around since the beginning is the red-white aggro deck very good. around Heroic Charge. And Keldon's Strike Team is another great card in this deck, which is the 3-1 for uh, one in a red that you can kick wait yep. no it's three one for two, two in a red, red and you can kick it for one in a white and get two one ones everything has haste when it enters the battlefield yep uh and you just attack for a bunch with a lot of little tokens smash face the commons in white are really really good for this yes, deck they are um so that's another one i expect to be pretty strong in draft yeah uh there's also been a lot of different walls decks around walls? yeah um obviously there's the wing mantle chaplain deck oh yeah which is where you're just making birds Everyone loves birds, this card. Birds, birds, It was the number one card to draft. Yeah. On 17 lands. It was like, take the wing mantle chaplain. Just <laughs> Just do take it. it and take Just all take the walls and you will win. Um, but there's also like a mono black version of walls around stuff like blight pile. Uh, there's also a, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of great walls decks. The Blight Pile um, deck is kind of cool because you can drain them with yeah. Blight Pile based on the number of uh, walls that you or creatures with Defender you control. Mm -hmm. But the one that I am currently into is the Mill Wall deck. Oh. Where you just mill them out. With Coral Colony. With Car Coral Colony and just a controlling deck, which of course I'm terrible at playing. Coral Colony. But I've seen people do it and it's really, really cool because yeah. you just sit there with their walls and they're like, well, Attacking you does nothing. Yeah. And then you just mill them for three or four every single turn. Nice. <laughs> and they're Real dead. Real nice. Which I think these decks are cool to talk about because they're kind of like, not the, you know, Keldon Strike team deck, of course, but they're like niche decks that you can find within Dominar United, yeah. which makes it such a cool draft format. It's a very fun draft format. And I'm super excited to watch all these players draft it. Yeah. And, you know, of course, there's always going to be the big question, who's going to be on domain? Yeah. Because Ooh, that'll be a, a fun five, one to see. Love us a five-color deck. You can't not love a five-color deck. You have to love it. You have it. to. You are mandated They're to love it. They're going for it. Um, yeah, so I'm always most excited for draft whenever it's in one of these big tournaments. It's so fun and such like random things happen. You yes. know, it, it just, you never quite know how it's going to go yeah. down. And sometimes these <laughs> players come and draft a deck that you haven't that you've seen never in the seen before, before, which is yes. so cool. That's definitely what I always look forward to. Or you could just open a shielded. Yeah, always. That's just always a an solid option choice. for you. <laughs> just open. So a really very, pod very good draft mythic. back at the World Championship. That's yeah. the first thing you're going to see Friday morning when you tune in. So do not miss the start of the tournament, everybody. All right. Next up, we've got Explorer and Standard. Yes. Um, Explorer is very exciting because, like we've said, it's very fresh. Um, there's a lot of questions of like, what is happening yeah like what is what what is, is happening, happening? Explorer? <laughs> um what is happening like we said it is the pioneer of arena yeah. it's the format that was created to kind of uh, work towards Pioneer eventually being available on yeah. Arena as we add old sets into the uh, digital client. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's a cousin of Pioneer. Yes. If you've been playing that in paper or following along the coverage of that in paper. But we're going to talk to you about the top seven decks that we expect to see. Yeah. Uh, this is from an article that Frank Karsten wrote about yeah. the anticipated metagame at the World Championship. And even he was like, hey, there's not a lot of da data. Yeah on Explorer out there. There just isn't. I'm just kind of drawing on my own experience playing the format and other people that I've seen around on the internet talking about their experience in the format because it's not like there's a big no. database of deck lists out there for Explorer. It's just not 
out there that much yet. Which is exciting because if you think about how magic started, a lot of people like to talk about the good old days when you couldn't just net deck, go on yeah. the internet and be like, oh, I found this deck. You had to bring something creative and you had to kind of just you know, cross your fingers and hope that yep. you got it right, which may be some of the energy that players are bringing to explore at this tournament. That's yeah. kind of cool. Um, all right. So in Explorer, starting out, we've got, of course, a classic Rakdos midrange. Uh, Rakdos midrange. What a house in the format right now. Yes. Just in absolutely. any format. <laughs> I mean, you're just playing good cards. Rakdos midrange, a.k.a. some good stinking cards. good cards. Um, you've got Bone Crusher Giant. Welcome back to yeah, a format. Yeah, you can play that. You can play that here. Remember when that was... Remember that card? Remember when that was in standard? <laughs> it's back. I've deleted it from my memory personally. <laughs> um. Kalitas, Trader of Get. Oh, man. Oh, I loved this card I back in the day. Kalitas, or do you say Kalitas? That's the real question. Kalitas. I guess maybe I'm a Kalitas. I think I want to say Kalitas. Uh, two black black for a 3-4 legendary creature vampire warrior with lifelink. If a non-token creature an opponent controls would die, instead exile that card and put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Two and a black, sacrifice another vampire or a zombie, put two plus one plus one counters on Kalitas, Trader of Get. This deck seems ex incredibly strong. Yes. It's also got two Kroxa, two Shieldred, Liliana of the Veil, Thoughtseize, of course, Fable of the Meal, meal Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> the Fable of the Meal Breaker. <laughs> what does that card do? If you have a food token, it destroys it. Yeah, it destroys it. <laughs> Fable of the Meal Breaker. It's also got four copies of Blood Tie with Harvester, which is oh, the 3-2 yeah. vamp. Um, that card is incredibly strong for just being two mana. Yep. Um, and then a bunch of sweet kill spells like a braid, heartless act, fatal push. Remember fatal push? Yeah, that. it is. It um, is a seems once again strong. all over the place. The next deck that has some people kind of mad sometimes, oh, but yeah. they shouldn't be mad because this deck is only sick. Uh, is Abzan Grease Fang. Nothing bad about it. What are you going to say bad about the rat? Don't you dare say it. You know, people are get mad, get big bad when people are doing things that they perceive as unfair in magic. Exactly. Even though like this is the, hello, this is the game you have signed this up is for. The game. <laughs> and just so this is a combo deck yeah. built around Grease Fang Okiba Boss, which is one white black for a 4-3 rat pilot. At the beginning of combat on your turn, return target vehicle card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of your next end step so what are you returning to the battlefield my god oh you are obviously returning a parhelion two this is Get the out there. six white white five five flying first strike vigilance <laughs> vehicle whenever it attacks create two four four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance that are attacking crew four this deck is stupid. This deck is so dumb. I played it in, I think it was in historic when it first like kind of hit the scene. Yes. I remember playing it and playing against it. And the first time I played against it, I was like, wait a second. What is happening to me? It is just <laughs> oh, so cool. I'm dead. So basically you're trying to put Parhelion into your graveyard using cards like Grizzly Salvage. Yeah. Uh, this is black green instant reveal the top five cards of your library. You may put a creature or land card from among them into your hand, put the rest Great. into your graveyard. Really good. Um, and corpse turn, which mills you three cards for one in a black also at instant speed. Um, and then stuff like stitchers supplier, obviously just getting lots of cards into the graveyard, you have Rafine's Informant, which connives. Yeah, and I'm, great. Like this deck, as people, as people who have se have said who love the deck to people who are mad about it, it relies 
on a four three. Like it relies on a three mana creature. Yeah. Surviving from the end of a like through a main phase and into the attack step. Yeah, that's true. Just run a kill spell. <laughs> run a kill spell. If you don't got that kill spell, you dead though. Play a kill spell. It's a combo deck. There's ways to disrupt yeah. the combo. There are um, always ways to disrupt the combo. But when you can't, it feels pretty bad because that getting hit with that Sky Sovereign console flagship or that Parhelion 2 and those angels oh. is a beating. It's just so cool. I love this deck. And it ended up in Obzon colors, which um, wasn't necessarily the colors it began in, um, in other formats. So that's where they landed with it to give you the ability to play cards like uh, Grizzly Salvage, Wither yeah. Bloom Command, and Asika's Chariot wound up in here too. So like, I guess why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, you can always just dump that yeah. in your graveyard. Yeah, I love it. It's so cool. If you're grumpy, get over it. What about this deck? Does this one make you grumpy, Megan? It's Mono Blue Spirits. Mono Blue Spirits? <laughs> blue is for control and drawing cards, not tempo, you fools. <laughs> yeah, this is a long-hated deck of Megan's. In yes. modern is where you mostly In hate modern, it. In modern, yes. Um, this has cards like, ooh, Ascendant Spirit is a new addition to these kinds of decks. From Kaldheim? Yes. Uh, this is a one mana spirit. That's a one, one, but you can level it up for, with snow mana. That's cool. Um, of course, it's got cards like Rattle Chains, our little flash you gotta flying. Got Rattle Chains. Um, Mausoleum Wanderer, our little you can counter stuff. Um, yeah. Supreme Phantom, the Spirit Lord. Yes. Uh, Spectral Sailor, Shacklegeist. You know, I guess if you're going to do it, you can do it. You play a bunch of spirits, you get aggressive, you tap mm -hmm. down their stuff that they might want to block with, you slap a curious obsession on your spirits to draw more cards, and then you keep control of the game with cards like uh, Slip Out the Back and Spell Pierce. Yeah, and Geistlight Snare. Geistlight Snare. Is an important one in there, too. Discard. I guess if you're going to do it, you can do it. I, I like this deck. Obviously, this yeah. is kind of my style. It's pretty rude. You could have put an aura on something. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's all I want. <laughs> Until I see this next deck that Frank's put on all the list. All right, Maria, tell us about this next deck. Oh my gosh, everybody. I'm so excited. I hope somebody brings this enigmatic incarnation deck to the tournament this weekend. Uh, enigmatic incarnation is enchantment. Do you remember it? I do not, Maria. Remind me of it. Two blue green. For a rare enchantment, at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another enchantment. If you do, search your library for a creature with mana value cost equal to one plus the sacrificed enchantments converted mana cost. Put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Whoa. So you can sacrifice a bunch of weirdo enchantments that you're playing to toolbox yourself and yep. go get whatever kind of creature that you need for any given moment. And if you're like, what kind of enchantments are we playing? We've got stuff like, of course, Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yep. Big hit. Omen of the Sea, uh, another great card. Urban Utopia. This one's <laughs> way out there. Why not? Uh, this is one in a green enchant land. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchanted land has tap at one mana of any color. Of course, our old buddy Fires of Invention. Yeah, Fires Hello, of Fires Invention. Leyline Binding. Yeah, this deck this is... This card is very good. It's really good. And this deck is five colors, I should say. Yes. So you can cast this for, for one, one. But then when you sacrifice it, you can go and get something that's seven mana, like Agent of Treachery. Hello. Or Titan of Industry. <laughs> yeah. Great <laughs> cards. Do you need to gain life? Go get yourself a Siege Rhino. How do you feel about that, Megan? Bad. Get out of here. Hmm, interesting. Do you need to take something off the table? Go get yourself a Skyclave Apparition. Oh, so 
cool. This deck is pretty sick. I played this when it first happened in historic. I want to say uh, it is so fun. I love this deck. Yeah, it seems, I will say this seems very, very cool. So and Frank dumb. points out that like, if what you want to do is just overpower a mid-range deck. Oh, you will overpower You can them. just overpower it with this. Yes. You're just like, okay, here's all my weirdo enchantments. And now they're big old creatures. You will die to an aggressive deck, probably. Yes. But, but do you know what? Oh, well. Oh, well. You made a bet on mid-range oh, being in the format. Zur Eternal Schemer. I'm going to go play this, this deck. I swear to God. Very cool. It's so cool. Yeah, so it'll take a dump on Rakdos midrange, that's for sure. So if that's what you want in your life, <laughs> you know where to look now. Speaking of aggro, you can play mono red aggro. Okay. I mean, you get to play Torbrand, Thane of Redfell again. Yeah, that card's sick. And do you know what? I always, I respect Burning Tree Emissary. <laughs> what else, like, what else can I say about it? I just, I respect Burning Tree Emissary. I mean, I understand. You have to. You get to play Kari Zev, Skyship Raider. Oh, man. Get your, monkey, get your little monkey. Ragavan. Ragavan. A less annoying Ragavan. Yeah, yeah, a different Ragavan. Different Ragavan. Yeah, Runaway Steamkin. Remember that card? Oh, do I ever remember that card? Embercleave. Embercleave. Get beep, cleaved. Beep. Um, new card, Phoenix Chick joining the oh, yeah. mono red deck here. This cute little burb. The cutest card. Yeah. From Dominar United. Um, that's all that I have to say about mono red. <laughs> Do you know what? All right. We don't need to keep talking about it. Azorius Control. Here you go, Megan. Um, of course, we've got some great planeswalkers like the Wandering Emperor and Teferi Hero of Dominaria. The goat. Yes. We've got some great removal. Um, some wraths like Supreme. Hello again, Supreme Verdict. Welcome. Guess what you can't counter? Supreme Verdict. <laughs> Guess what, little spirits? Yes, yeah, You spirits think that you're going to get that. in there with the Geislight Snare and counter this? No. No. You can't. No, you're not. It's uncomfortable. Um, Shark yep. Typhoon. Shark Typhoon, of course. Uh, lots of card draw, like Behold the Multiverse. Um, some counter spells like Dovin's Veto, Absorb, which is a great one. And yeah, you know, this is just a good old classic control classic. deck. Classic control. You're going to draw cards. You're going to wrath everybody's creatures and then you know you're going to use your planeswalkers to hopefully close out the game or just make your opponent mad enough that they quit <laughs> that's generally whichever comes first the category i fall into and the final deck that we're going to highlight which may show up at the tournament this weekend is rakdos sacrifice Ooh, so this of course functions around witches oven and cauldron familiar yield sacrifice package you know a lot of people underestimate this deck and then it shows up in tournaments and it's just a house it just so, is a house you've do what you've still got what you need you've got mayhem devil you've got cauldron familiar you've got witch's oven the end i'm so sick of this stinking deck but like it still might be good yeah do you know what? it probably is <laughs> it probably is now you also have obnixilis the adversary as a way to sacrifice things and you've got oni cult anvil um oh. which you could see that version potentially instead yeah. of this package and it might you know maybe that one's more powerful even i don't know since i'm not a sacrifice player but that's a possibility yeah well you know if you ever want to play sacrifice you always can in some format or <laughs> there's another. always a way there's always a way which of these decks are you bringing megan Ooh. okay if i was playing gosh that's a very i would probably Bring the Grease Fang deck. Yeah, the Grease Fang one for sure. Like very and it's fun. the right answer because we're going to be playing against the best players in the world. So we just got to cheese out some wins. Exactly. Do you know what? If you if I was playing against the best players, I'd be like, well, we're just going to try yeah. and YOLO hard. 
Absolutely. And see if we get there. <laughs> so that is Explorer. Uh, but it's not the only constructed format at the tournament. No, there is also, of course, standard. standard. Standard, much more developed format. Yeah. We've had some weeks now since rotation, although it is still a pretty exciting environment because things have still very recently turned over. Yeah, that's true. We have turned the page, flipped over the book, <laughs> read to the next chapter. I'm out of metaphors, and the last two were already pretty bad. And Dominar United was not going to sit back and be like, I'm not going to be in your standard format. Oh, no. We have a lot of newcomers who are shaping the, the standard format, which we which is a very refreshing thing to say, honestly, after a few sets where it, standard didn't change much um, yep. with the addition of them. Uh, most notably, Shouldered the Apocalypse oh, great being kind card. of the all-star. Yeah, and we... Standard was very recently shaken up with the ban of Meat Hook Massacre. Yeah, Meat Hook Massacre, you're out of here. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Um, so the first deck we're going to talk about is arguably the most powerful deck in the format, which is Esper Midrange. Ooh, it's been around. It's still around. It looks slightly different, but it still do same thing. Yeah. Rafine, Scheming Seer, put it in the air, connive. Yeah. Kill your opponent. Kill your opponent. That's like a very simplified this is just version. What but you're doing, killing your opponent. That's this all star card. Um, it also plays Shieldred the Apocalypse, of course. Gotta play Shieldred. Card is very plain black. Excellent. Put Shieldred in there. Very, very good. It's got a Tenacious Underdog. Once again, are you playing black? Then you're gonna be playing Tenacious Underdog. Absolutely. Um, it now has Urti Resurrected. Uh, to help you counter spells or kill creatures. I love that this deck, we're looking at this example from Andre Strosky is playing two copies of Phyrexian Missionary too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get stuff you know back what? if you need to. Get stuff back from the graveyard. Wandering Emperor is in the list. Kaido Shizuki is in the list. Wedding announcement. It's just, it's a classic value. It's all very good. Value, value, value. Basically, every single one of these cards is great. Yeah. So if you're playing against this deck and you're like, what should I counter? It feels like everything. The answer is everything <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Seems really, really, really popular um, and powerful. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> seems popular. It is popular and it seems powerful. <laughs> there we go. Uh, next up is Jund Midrange. Okay. Uh, this is playing some of the same hits. I mean, you've still got Shieldred. You've still got Tenacious Underdog. Um, it does have other cards in red that uh, are like... You, you it does have play other em. cards that read ads. Yes, like Fable of the Mirror Breaker, obviously. Uh, we come back to Blood Tithe Harvester, yep. just being a really, really excellent good. card. Uh, this one has Briarbridge Tracker. This is two and a green for oh, a two, yeah. three Vigilance when it enters the battlefield. Investigate. As long as you control a token, it gets plus two, plus oh. Uh, and since we're playing so heavy black because we're playing Shieldred and yeah. uh, Tenacious Underdog, we can play four copies of Invoke Despair. Yeah. Which is one you've already, you've always got to be on the watch out for. It Ooh, is I've gotten wrecked by Invoke Despair. Absolutely. A lot of times. One, black, 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 sorcery. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. If they can't, they lose two life and you draw a card. Then repeat this process for an enchantment and a planeswalker. Woof. Pretty devastating to get hit with that when you don't have any of the, the above in play. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Jund, you can also play Unleash the Inferno. Yes, you this absolutely can. This is one black, red, green. It deals seven damage to target creature or planeswalker. When it deals excess damage this way, destroy target artifact or enchantment an opponent controls with mana value less than or equal to the amount of excess damage. Yeah, this is a nice little bonus two yeah. for one there. Nice card. Uh, up next, if you still want to play Jund, but you want to do something a little differently, you can play Jund Reanimator. Oh, uh, excuse okay. me. So how are we reanimating things? I like to reanimate things. 
I, I mean, like, if you like to play Grease Fang, you like to reanimate, so. That's true. You're already, you're already pulling them out of a yield graveyard. Uh, this uses the Cruelty of Gix. Such a good card. As its reanimation tool. Three black black for an enchantment saga with read ahead. One target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a creature or planeswalker card from it. That player discards that card. Two, search your library for a card. Put that card into your hand, then shuffle you. Lose three life. And three, put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. A graveyard, by the way. A graveyard. Um, Liliana of the Veil is going to help you pitch stuff. Yes, to absolutely. It is, as is Fable of the Meal, Meal Breaker. I keep <laughs> saying it. <laughs> They're going to have to print it now. You've said it so many times. I've said it so many times. It basically already exists. It's already a real card now. It's here. It exists. Fable of the Meal Breaker. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Which chapter two lets you throw stuff away. Yes. Um, yeah. And what are we getting back? Well, of course, we've got Shieldreds. I mean, might Always as well. here. Uh, Titan of Industry. Again. Really great card. Uh, Soul of Wind Grace. This is a great Jund card. This is a fabulous card really and another powerful. reason to play Jund. Yes. Um, you can discard lands to gain life. You can discard lands to draw cards. You can discard lands to give a Soul of Wind Grace indestructible. Yeah. Really, really strong card. Yeah. I think that's a fabulous reason to play this deck. So there you go. Those are the two flavors of Jund you might come across. Yeah. Um, of course, we've got still more mid-range, but this time it is Grixis. What flavor do you like your mid-range? Ooh, you know, I think I I really like this Grixis version. I remember at the last set championship is when we first kind of started to see these yeah. Grixis ones that were based around some vampires. Yep. Um, and corpse appraiser this is just a really cool card corpse appraiser is the reason for the season yes uh blue black red for a three three vampire rogue when it enters the battlefield exile up to one target creature card from a graveyard if a card is put into exile this way look at the top three cards of your library then put one of those cards into your hand and the rest into your graveyard this is the only reason anybody plays this deck is because of this card it is very good. It's uh, just really It's good. just really excellent. Um, You've got other vamps like Blood Tithe Harvester, of course. Um, Mid-range stuff like Tenacious Underdog. Shieldred, Shieldred again. Everything has Shieldred. If we don't say it, just assume that it has Shieldred. I like that this list we're looking at includes Florian. Yeah. Voldaren Scion, which is a cool deck that you can, uh, at the beginning, let me just read it. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, which is a little weird, look at the top X cards of your library where X is the total amount of life your opponent's lost this turn. Exile one of those cards and put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order, and then you can play the exiled card. So yeah. it's a really cool uh, payoff for dealing your opponent's damage. I also like that this deck makes use of its blue sp blue with make disappear one in a Big blue fan. instant casualty one counter target spell unless the it's controller pays two i've been playing mono blue tempo yeah. in standard and make disappear is the card that makes my opponents disappear i'll tell you that <laughs> they hit the old concede button it is upsetting when it happens to you i love playing that deck um we're gonna get to it a little bit later in this list uh, but first we have to talk about domain oh man domain control is the next list uh that frank has here um, it is built around cards like Zur, Eternal Schemer, um, Topiary Stomper, Lanawar Green Widow, Herd Migration, obviously. This is the big one yeah. here, as is Drag to the Bottom. So Herd Migration is six in a green domain, created three, three green beast creature token for each basic land type among lands you control, and one in a green 
discard it, search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle you gain three life. Drag to the bottom is two black black domain. Each creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is one plus the number of basic land types among lands you control. So those are two amazing payoffs for playing domain, being able to sweep the board for just four mana or playing a huge herd migration to make five, three, three uh, beasts. But more than that, is even a f- more fun thing to do, Ooh, I would argue. You can play the Kami War. You can play the Kami War. This card is so sick. One, white, blue, black, red, green. Uh, egg- chapter one, exile target non-land permanent. So exile whatever controls. you want. Exile. Two, return up to one other target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Then each opponent discards a card. Sick. Three, exile the saga, return it to the battlefield. battlefield transformed as Okagachi made manifest, which is a big old dragon. I love this card. It is really great. Also, you get to cast Leyline Binding for a single white mana. I've been playing this deck in standard too. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fun. I will say that I don't always feel like it's powerful no, enough. No, I think it's a little too clunky. Yes. Personally. I think clunky is the exact right word for it. They try to get around that by playing cards like Reckoner Bank Buster to help smooth your draws and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's not enough. It's IMO. just a little too rough. I It's like almost there, right? So close. But it's no cigar, in my opinion. Um, the next deck is the one we tease, which is Mono Blue Tempo. This is the one I've kind of switched into since messing around with the Kami War. We dated for a little while, but I'm cu- ready to commit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, all right. Tell us about it. <laughs> to Delver of Secrets. Wow. I was, you know, this card was a modern powerhouse for so long. Yeah. And then it was like, bye. And now here it is in standard again, which it starts out as just a little one, one for one, you know? Yep. I'm that, assuming. Do you know what? That's all it is forever. Wait a Wait second. Wait a second. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal it. If it's an instant or sorcerer, you get to transform it into a 3-2 flyer. Nice. The insectile uh, aberration. You've also got, of course, Talarian Terrors. Yeah. Because five fives get for one five are good. Out there. It uh, turns out. They're good. It's good. And Hottie Jin. Yeah. Uh, this is one blue blue for a star four flyer. Its power is equal to the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. And instant and, sor- instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast. This is a great little added additional ability from Hottie yeah. Jin Because if you get the Jin out Ooh, there. It's so good. It's great. It's a little risky, right? To play a three mana card in mm-hmm. this very aggressive deck. And you want to protect your creatures. You've got slip out the back to be able to protect stuff. You've got shore up to protect stuff but you you often are pretty cramped on mana since you're not running you're only running 21 islands yeah um so playing your hottie gin out allows you to be able to play cards to protect them like make disappear for just a single blue mana even though i'm looking at the word when you said hottie gin um i heard h-o-t-t-i-e hottie gin <laughs> oh this hottie gin i mean oops they're hot for hottie gin i think could be a contender um yeah i think so yeah They've got some sick pack, a six pack, and some sweet spiked hair. A sick pack. It is. Their their outfit they're wearing, their vest is like got a triangle, like a Superman triangle, but yes. it's cut out so you can, so specifically, you can specifically see, see their, their abs. abs. <laughs> Great. I didn't go to the gym for these, for you not to see them. For you not to look at them. Uh, it's just a really fun deck. Can re- reload its hand with Thirst for Discovery. And just counter anything your opponents want to do. Um, it's very rude, very mean, um, and they get dead. I think it's fun. Yeah. I like this deck. Um, next up is Five Color Humans. This deck is wild. <laughs> it's about playing with Joda, the yes. unifier. This is the 
This is the five color deck built around Joda the Unifier with not just humans, but legendary humans. Yes, specifically. Um, it is it is trying to play Joda and then play humans so that you cascade into other great legendary humans. Yeah, you've got Thalia, Garden of Thra- Guardian of Thraben, a classic famous human. Yep, you have Adeline. Uh, you have Catilda, Lagrella, Shauna, Torrens. You know all these people. You know King Darian. Yeah. You know Helana and Elena. This deck seems really fun. You too. know them. Do you like to play creatures? This is the deck for this you. Deck is, this deck is for you. Can it hang? I don't think so. No. But it's really cool. Seems unlikely. Maybe we're wrong. But it I mean, seems you never know. Unlikely. You never know. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have Boros Reanimator. So Ooh. this is the one you you had invoked to spare the black version of this deck. This is the white version that's playing invoke justice instead. Yes. One white, 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 white sorcery return target permanent card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Then distribute four plus one plus one counters among any number of creatures and or vehicles target player controls. So you've got a mono white deck playing Rafines and Forment. I love that. Get so out good. there. Um, spirited companion to draw cards, Cute. find you what you want. The good little doggy. Yeah. Uh, you have sanctuary warden. It's a great of course, one. This card is just so good. Sarah Paragon, uh, to play stuff out of your graveyard. AO the dawn sky. This is a big old dragon from neon dynasty. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, right. Re- Reckoner bank busters, fable of the mirror breaker. It's the only red card in this list. Yes. Um, restoration of Iganjo, which will help you pitch stuff into your graveyard. Also. I played against uh, this deck a few times on the ladder. Oh, yeah? And it's kind of cool. It seems pretty sick. Yeah, and if you're able to pitch your stuff and get, you know, reanimate a Sanctuary Warden, that's like pretty cl- close yeah. to a GG right there. Um, that card's a house. It seems like Ooh. a fun deck. I did lose it to it like- a couple of times. Yeah. So. Um, as Frank points out in the article, Graveyard Trespasser is like very much a card in this format. So yeah. many decks are playing black already, and it's just a card that you already want to be playing in black because yeah, for it's sure. so good. Uh, so like some of these reanimate decks might have some trouble when it comes to yield graveyard trespasser. Yeah, that's a good point. Lots of yield stuff today. <laughs> Which of these decks are you bringing Megan? Ooh, ah, that's so tough. I know. Okay. I know. I think like we said, I love playing the domain control deck just because I it's just so fun. If you get to cast Kami so where you feel like exactly. you've won. Exactly. It's just such a good time. But I know it's not good. So I would probably, I'd probably end up on something worse. <laughs> worse than that worse one? Worse and sillier. No. I think I'd maybe do Grixis midrange. Yeah, that's a good answer. I like, I like me a corpse appraiser. I'm going to play the mono blue temple list. Yeah, of course you I don't are. think it's the best, but um, it's still like really fun. And you yeah. can definitely get wins out there if you're on the play. And Fair you're enough. able to just counter all the stuff that matters. Good times. You definitely get draws, just like boggles, that your opponent cannot deal with. Yeah. All right, so there's a look at the constructed formats, Explorer and Standard, that'll be played at the World Championship this weekend. And we talked about draft. So we've covered the formats. Now yeah. let's talk about the players. The players. So 32 players in the field, um, small field tournament. Like we said, mm-hmm. the cream tends to rise to the top. Yeah. Um, who Megan are you picking as the person to win the whole <gasps> You're making thing? me pick first. <laughs> Don't you want to pick first? Then I can't pick who you pick. Okay. That's you fair. get the full. Do you know what? I was unsure, but then I like, I, 
now I'm ready to make my pick and I feel a hundred about it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. I am picking Jan Moritz Merkel. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> this is why I should have let you pick first. <laughs> you made, you just made me pick first and then pointed out that the, that way we couldn't pick the same one. Like I wouldn't feel bad when you picked mine. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself are. right now. <laughs> And do you know what? As soon as I said it, I was like, this is going to have been Maria's pick. Yep. 100% Jan. I think Jan is just one of the best possible picks that you could make for this tournament. Jan is on fire right now. He is so good. He's He's been an excellent player for decades. For a long time. Um, he won his very first Pro Tour that he ever played in. Yep. Um, Pro Tour Kyoto way back in the day. How do you like that? Playing, winning the first Pro Tour you ever oh, play. Sorry, Pro Tour Pro Kobe. Pro Kobe. In yeah. 2006. And he was like just a young, just a young kid at just the time a, too. Just a kid. Um, and then like he also placed third last in last year's world yes, championship. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's just been, I feel like. He had disappeared for a while, and it's just because he wasn't really playing Magic, and then he decided to play Magic he's again. He's like, oh, I think and I'll so, win again. And he's good at it. Yeah, it's a great pick. He's, yeah, he's a great Magic player. Um, <sighs> he's just doing great. She stole my idea. Um, <laughs> uh, there's literally, you could choose anybody, and I don't think it would be a bad choice necessarily in this yeah. field. So there's so many strong players. You could pick, there's a case for picking Yuta to yeah. do it back to back. Yuta's done great player. You know, not only the reigning world champion, but also qualified twice for this tournament. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, why, why not? Just, just an excellent player. Yeah. Uh, testing with a fantastic team. The Japanese team is the, out of this world. The team that put four, four. players into the Innistrad, Innistrad championship top eight, yep. which is just absurd. Testing with those players again. So you know that they're going to bring stuff that is good. Yeah, I think that's a solid choice. I also think Jean-Emmanuel de Pra is a great choice. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Jean-Emmanuel de Pra, just absolutely absurd at the game of Magic. <laughs> like, very, very good. Consistently putting up incredible results. Yep, in the top eight of the last two Magic World Championships. Yeah, he was the finalist. Yeah. In the last one. So he didn't win, obviously, but got as close as you can get to, without, without winning. Without yeah. winning. Um, those are my two. I'm kind of. He's very good at limited also. That's a good point. Which they're going to have. They're going to draft and draft is going to be important. Man. God. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'll go with Jean-Emmanuel Depraz, my choice here. Great pick. Um, Stellar pick. Great player. Other notables at this tournament. Yuki Ichikawa, uh, I think, would be a fantastic pick for t for taking this thing down. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hall of Famer Shota Yasuoka is playing. Um, obviously, just one of one of the best players. Yeah, I think that's playing a, the game. A fabulous choice. Um, or you could go kind of with like people, somebody like Simon Gertzen yeah. or Reed Duke, who are pro, pro tour staples for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's kind of like the whole team of up and comers led with, by David Inglis, yeah. who like put together a big team of like lots of up and coming players that are playing in this tournament. Um, I think any of them could be a great choice, right? Like they want it bad. Absolutely. They're going to be trying hard. <laughs> They're going to be going for it. Yeah. And you've got the newest, the newer, the new kids on the black block like Johnny Gutman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Zoomers. The, the Zoomers. The Zoomers are coming for you, all you magic boomers. Yeah. Um, gosh, I I don't know. Zach Keeney is a good choice too. Yeah. Simon Nielsen. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's tons of great players in this field. 
I'm so excited to see what happens this weekend. I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe it's this friggin' weekend that this yeah. is happening. <laughs> it's already this weekend. Um, but we're going to know Ooh. on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so my pick, Jean-Emmanuel Dupra, your pick. Yeah. Jan Moritz Merkel. Because you let me pick first. <laughs> such a dink. Such an incredible dinkus. Uh, but who will win? There's only one way to find out. That's by watching on twitch.tv slash magic starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come check it out. Come check it out. And if you're hanging out at Magic 30, we hope to see you there. Um, what an incredible time to be like having here we are back what a time to be alive here we are back to back to in-person large-scale events wow wow unbelievable i'm still like obviously i'm in shock thinking about it i know because it hasn't happened yet and um, there's a time like right like summer of 2020 feels like one billion years ago it does and part of me is like oh when that was happening did i ever think that this would happen again i don't know i don't know either i don't know some part of me thinks that i at the time i was like oh it'll just be a couple of months or whatever yeah we thought it'd be a couple months no it was not years it was years years wow um we're gonna see people we haven't seen in three years our co-workers yeah for a long time to it um (laughs) i just like obviously i can't handle this But I better better quick be able to handle it because we're gonna play together. I might lose my mind being around this many people. Like Vegas might overwhelm my little old nervous system. It's already like the place that a million people are. I'm going to melt into a puddle. Yeah, um, and not not be able to get up again. But if you want to recap on everything that happens, make sure to tune in next week too. We'll give you the behind the scenes info from the World Championship. Oh, excuse me. The hot match. The hot match. The hot match of the year. <laughs> Thank you. Do you ever think to yourself, I have so many Magic the Gathering cards? <laughs> Too often. Just all the time. Do you play Magic? Chances are you've got a hot pile of those Just somewhere. Just a piles of piles, cards. Plural. And maybe you're one of the people who's gone online and been like, can I buy a card catalog? And the answer is no, everybody wants a card catalog. There's, you cannot purchase the, the, one. They're just not around anymore because all magic players have bought them up. Yes. But don't worry. Not to Ultra worry. Pro has made a solution for you. Has this ever happened to you? Have you lost nights of sleep? Been disturbed while you try to read a book in your own home? Accidentally eaten a handful of cardboard instead of a snack? Then you need the Pro Storage 3 Drawer Organizer from Ultra Pro. Each unit stores more than 1,000 cards. Stacks easily. Can be clearly labeled. Keeps your magic collection safe and you safe from your magic collection. Sleep peacefully. Read in safety. Snack with confidence. With the Pro Storage 3 Drawer Organizer. Available now from Ultra Pro. 
Use code GLHF for 5% off anything you buy. So there you go. The Ultra Pro 3 drawer organizer holding more than a thousand cards. Woof. It's just great. It's, it's really, really, nice. really, really nice, everybody. They sent us a couple. We have um, we have an IKEA shelf. Yeah, they like fit the cubes. They and fit it, in the yeah, cubes. You pick you you have a little stack of two, six drawers, two thousand cards, beautifully organized in just one single cube of yeah. one of your storage or like one of your shelves. Yeah. And if you want five percent off on a storage solution for yourself or your friends, you can use code GLHF at checkout, get five percent off, save yourself some money. Um for a, like a really beautiful, clean way to store your cards and get rid yes. of that mess in your your house. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. How about that? Magic 30 coming up this weekend. We hope Ooh. you'll celebrate wherever you are. If you're in Las Vegas, if you're doing the virtual event, or if you're just at home listening to our beautiful faces, yeah. um, we're, we're so happy that you're part of our community. Listening to our faces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, re just remember, if you're there, have a great time. Um, you know, mask up, wash your hands a bunch, uh, be so happy to see all your friends. And if you chose not to go, don't worry, don't have FOMO. No. You made the right choice for you. And maybe we'll see you at the next one. Yeah, absolutely. And you can join in for the virtual tickets are still available. Yes. They're 30 bucks. See all the panels. We know that Mark Rosewater is going to have some really fun panels. Yes. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Brian David Marshall is going to be interviewing Richard Garfield. Ooh, That'll be a fun one to watch. Really cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, and that's just thirty bucks for like the online pass. To all I think the, that's worth it. All you also get a Magic stuff. Online event access and an Arena event access token yeah. with it, and you get some like an avatar, a little Geary avatar and nice. sleeve. So I think it's a good deal for sure. Um, and even if you don't do that, you can listen to this podcast. You can watch on Twitch.tv/slash/magic yeah. and check out the World Championship. So there's so much, no matter how you approach yep. the game of Magic, to involve yourself in this weekend. Command Zone is going to be playing uh, live. Yeah. They're going to have a live cool. Command have a game Zone. Nights. Game Nights Live, yeah. which will be pretty cool. Um, and remember, if you see us there and you want to say hi, do it. Yeah, come give us a high five. Uh, I'll bring a Sharpie so we can sign some cards for you. And I'll tell you. Matt. To <laughs> what, Megan? What will you tell <laughs> I'll tell you, of course I'd sign a card. I'll also have a Sharpie. <laughs> That's all. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, of course I also have a Sharpie. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring some stickers for you, too. Yeah, you know. You know. See you there. <laughs> I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs>